Hello, and welcome to the Mums Who Want More podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Terlick, leader of the Lead and Inspire community, mum of two beautiful children, a life satisfaction coach, and a passionate teacher. I've created this podcast for you to inspire, uplift, and empower you to be who you want to be and create the life that you want to live. So are you ready? Let's jump on in. Hello, hello, and welcome to today's episode of Mums Who Want More podcast. I'm Jessica Terlick, and if you don't know me, I'm the leader of the Lean and Inspire community, a place for you to have time to think about what you truly want and how you're going to make it happen. My superpower is providing you with the opportunity to prioritize your self-care through time management, organizational skills, reflection, and most of all, identifying your superpowers. It may not sound too exciting or fun to you, but I know that life will be joyful, fun, and truly how you want it to be once you know how to work out your energy cycle organize your day the way that you want and to start going for what you want. In today's episode, I'm going to ask you to start giving yourself permission to look after yourself and do the things that you enjoy. Bring that fun back. Right, so I know that being a mum can be hard work and busy. Uh, We're going to talk a little bit about that today and also about thinking about how you want to lead by example for your children and why giving permission to place a priority on yourself is so important. Okay, so let's get started with talking about how we get so busy as being a mum and how our children uh, quite often take up a lot of our time, which we do love and we enjoy. But let's all be honest, it would be nice just to have a little bit of peace and quiet here and there. And we often will put our children's needs before our own needs as well, right? And um, maybe if you want to, if you get a chance to do a little bit of reflecting on this and maybe perhaps you want to use your journal to dive a little bit deeper into it, but maybe take some time to think about how, like when you were younger, what did your mum used to do? Did your mum used to make sure that you guys were all sorted as in you and your siblings or perhaps it was just yourself? Was she making sure that you were all sorted and then um, maybe she stayed up late? Like if you remember going to bed and mum would stay up late and do all the things that she needed to do. I know for me personally, um, so I have two brothers and a sister um, and there's seven years between myself and my sister. My two brothers are in between and there's 18 months apart from them. And um, I do remember us all going to bed or mum being really eager for us to go to bed because, and she would quite often say, this is my time. I need my time. I've been with you all day out of pure love, of course. And then um, as we got older, I would notice that mum would always stay up and watch TV as well, which is obviously one of her um, habits that she had created. So her comfort zone. And because she wouldn't have much time for herself, so she would leave it for herself at the end of the day. So when she was able to watch TV, that was her opportunity to spend time for herself. As we got older and then perhaps maybe we're not as home, not home as often or we moved out of home, mum would discuss that she actually would still continue to do that because that's what she was used to doing. In order for her to look after herself or spend time on herself, she would stay up late and watch TV, which she was laughing about because she said she's got plenty of time to do it now. She doesn't know why she does that because then it disrupts her sleep and then she's tired when she wakes up in the next morning and so on, right? So bringing it back to, if you can have a little think about what did your mum used to do or what can you remember your mum doing, and then see if you're starting to fall into the um, habit, I suppose, of doing what your mum used to do. Remember how I spoke about a couple of episodes ago, how we find ourselves saying something and go, oh, wow, I really sound like my mum. 
We also pick up our mothering behaviors of our mums. So there would be things that our mums used to do for us to nurture and provide for us that we would do for our children. And maybe perhaps there were things that our mums were that did that we didn't particularly enjoy um, or agree with. And therefore that's determined how we mother and we might choose not to do that because we didn't like it the way that it made us feel right. So um, like we've spoken about in previous episodes, it's all about creating that self-awareness about what you want and creating your own experience expectations on yourself and not putting that pressure on yourself. Things don't have to happen a certain way. We can actually strip that right back and determine how we want them to happen. So going back on to um, the way that we are mums and whether we tend to do things because our mum did it for us and we feel like that's the best way to do it, like our mums are really good, so therefore to be a good mum I need to do what mum was doing and so on, or maybe you're modelling yourself off someone else that you've seen or comparing yourself to others as well. So when we become busy and we switch onto that autopilot, we are naturally going to be busy busier as such because our body thrives off doing what it has done before remember about our comfort zone when we are in our comfort zone our body is so used to it so it will automatically steamroll and keep doing the things that we have always done before so if we're continuing to feel like we're always busy then guess what's always going to happen we're always going to be busy because our body and our mind even though as much as you might like to say i wish i wasn't so busy our body and our mind doesn't know what else to do instead of, right? So we really need to switch our mindset to go, right, if we are busy as mums, one, am I happy with being busy? Am I happy with how I'm dealing with being busy? Am I happy how my children are dealing with it, with me being busy or us being busy as a family unit? Or do we need to really strip it back and see what's going to be working best for us, right? So when you give yourself permission to look after yourself, that's going to create time for you to sit back and reflect about upon this, but also it's going to reduce the busyness because you're scheduling in time for yourself. Other things that I've sort of touched on already is that the fact that you know, like if your children need new underwear or new socks or new shoes and so on, what's the first thing you do? You go out and buy it for them. And yet we like are quite happy to wait till there's holes in things or until we're at the shops next or we're waiting to feel better about ourselves to go and buy those things that we need and so on, right? There might be things where you, if you're so busy during the day um, playing with your kids or if they're at school age as such, um, if you're at work, how often will you get all that, all that, those things done first before you actually go, oh, that's right, I need to eat lunch? or I need to even go to the toilet. So those basic core needs tend to fall behind our like everybody else's needs as such. And in the Lead Inspire community, we always talk about how we want to fill our own cup first in order to overflow all the good stuff into everyone else, right? So we naturally want to give more to our children and more to others. Um, and we can quite easily pour from a empty cup because we just we we end up being in the negative. We be we become okay with feeling not our best, and we take away more and more from ourselves. And eventually, we do end up having the repercussions from that. But at the moment, we just feel it's okay. It's okay. I will I will recharge. I will look after myself. I will do this when the, when our children are this age. We will do this and so on. We're always putting it off, right? And what I'm trying to encourage in the community is to flip that mindset. If I look after myself now, I'm going to be filling myself up with the best that I can. And therefore the best that I have to offer is then going to overflow. And that's what we want. In the coaching sessions that I have to dive in deeper with this, I talk about like a rain tank, right? If we have a beautiful rain tank, 
and natural, beautiful water is obviously falling from the clouds, right? Let's not think about air pollution and all that. We've got beautiful water, the purest water that can fall. If we've let it fall into our tank and we collect it, as soon as it falls in there, if we are going to start handing it all out, of course, it's going to disappear pretty quickly, isn't it? And then over time, what accumulates at the bottom of the water tank you can think about all the debris that accumulates so you've got the dirt this like the rocks the leaves and then all the sort of residue that comes off the leaves from being in water for too long and so on like that right so it's really gunky at the bottom isn't it really gunky at the bottom of our tank and if over time you're not taking an opportunity to remove that gunk then it's going to accumulate even more. So all that beautiful water that you do put in is then going to mix with that gunk at the water. And yes, it's going to water it down. So it's not going to be as um, potent, I suppose. I wanted to say gunky, but maybe that's not the best word. But um, so it's not going to be as potent. So it's going to be spread throughout it. And then so when you are pouring out your cup or therefore out of the rain tank to your children or those around you, they're going to be receiving majority the best of you. But there's going to be that little um, hidden underlying thing, isn't there? There's going to be something in there that's just quite not, you know, not as pure as it can be or what you would hope it to be. And then there's the extreme point of where you're not even filling up your rain tank and all you're pouring from is that murky stuff at the bottom of your rain tank, right? So really one should encourage, first of all, is looking at yourself as that beautiful rain tank and getting out all that gunk. And that's why we're doing all the self-awareness, all the internal work, getting everything out, clearing it all out, clearing all our spaces. And then we're able to start pouring in the beautiful water that we can then allow to overflow right and you know there are going to be times where we're going to just feel like we're giving and giving and giving but eventually we're going to get to the stage where we're going to schedule in to be able to fill ourselves back up so then we know that we can fill ourselves with the best possible um energy so then we can then give the energy the best possible energy back out again as well so I understand being a mum, it feels like it's really busy and we don't have time to place this priority on ourselves, but we want to flip it back around and say, you know what, I'm going to do this so then I can give you better quality time afterwards or better quality parts of me. So let's have a little movement on towards um, thinking about how you want to lead by example for your children. So coming back into thinking about when you were younger and what you can remember about your mom and what did she used to do as a mom, as a person and so on, right? I didn't see my mom. I well, I don't think I actually truly appreciated my mom until I became a mom myself. So thank you very much, mom. I love you so much. Thank you for everything you did for us and for me and that you still continue to do as well. And it is a funny thing, isn't that, that we don't truly understand it when we're going through it and how much we appreciate everything our mum does until the other side. So please, if you're getting moments of where you feel like your children are not appreciating you, just remember that there will come a time where they will appreciate you and it will be all worth it. That will actually be another episode, I think, because we would have to talk about how we have to internally um, fill ourselves up by validation on the inside rather than seeking validation outside externally. But anyway, back on to looking at leading example by like for your children. So think about all the things that your mum used to do and then think about what you currently do and what do you want to be setting an example for? So this can work either way with your either your daughter or your son. Um, I'm just going to talk about it in terms of um, for my daughter, Ava, how I wanted to lead by example to inspire her, right? Because I remember my mum 
and not living like it didn't appear or seem to be that she was giving time to look after herself she didn't particularly like going shopping she didn't like taking photos or anything like that of herself and so on and then I felt like as I got older, they were things that I took on for myself because I love myself, my mum so much and that I look up to her so much that I was like, okay, so in order to be a really good mum like my mum, I have to act like this. I have to not spend time um, looking after myself. And look, I'm sure my mum did look after myself because she's absolutely beautiful. But to me, I didn't see it or I wasn't aware of it, right? So we want to show our children that we're doing certain things for ourselves to look after ourselves so we can be the best versions of ourselves. And then we can actually bring it to their awareness that they can do certain things for themselves, their selves, to look after themselves and to be the best versions of themselves. How many times can I say themselves or ourselves? So um, when we put it back into perspective like that, and when I started to think about it of like, oh, what do I want for Ava? I don't want Ava thinking that she has to give herself to everyone and she has to do everything for everyone else. I want her to know that she's just as important and that she needs to invest time back in herself and that she can do all the beautiful um, routines and things that I was wishing that I had time for or that I wanted to do. And so then I started taking one thing at a time and bringing that into my daily practice. And then I started sharing it with her and with Rob as well. And then for them to then decide which is most suitable or which one they enjoy doing for themselves. So have a think about who do you actually want to be? What do you actually want to do in life or what do you want to actually do on a day-to-day basis? And what do you want to have? What experiences do you want to create? What memories do you want to make? And then having time to think and remember back to what did you used to like to do? What do you enjoy? What actually lights you up? What makes you laugh? What is fun to you? And then when you think about those things, and start doing a little bit like, like start thinking, I can do those things now, or I can feel those emotions by doing certain activities and tasks. Then you can also recognize that that's going to attract more back into your life for those things, right? That self-awareness again. And then you can start doing things by yourself, but then you can also invite your family members to do it with you as well, right? Just like you enjoy doing things with them. So playing with them outside of playing a particular game that they they really enjoy and perhaps doesn't really light you up, but it lights you up that you get to spend the time with them and you enjoy the fact that you're having quality time when you're doing those activities. Invite them to be interested or to join you in it with your own interests as well. Not in the sense that you want them to become or do or have what you like want to be, do and have, but more in the sense of you want to show them and so they get to know a little bit more about you as well. And then you're also inviting them to try different experiences, right? So the last thing that I wanted to talk about on this podcast well, episode was the, the reason why we have to give ourselves permission and we almost have to give ourselves permission every day. So hopefully it's almost like you hear my voice ringing every time you come to a point where you're like, oh, do I or don't I? And then you hear me saying, look, give yourself permission to do it. And the real big thing is, is give yourself permission to do it for yourself, to look after yourself. And then if you need that backup support thing of like, oh, yeah, all right, and you're not quite convinced on it, then do it for yourself so that you can do it for others. Because I guarantee you're doing the best possible job at the moment and I'm sure everyone around you absolutely loves and adores you and is so grateful for you. But the way that you're feeling about yourself can be even better or increased if you do put some priority back on yourself and actually feed yourself a little bit more and nourish yourself. And then as a result, 
can you imagine how much more that love and adoration and absolute feeling that you generate already in your household? Can you imagine how much that's going to be amplified if you're actually filling that rainwater tank up with the best possible stuff? Best possible stuff is not the best example, but what I mean is like, let's go back to that metaphor of really filling yourself back up with the good quality water. So then you're able to give it out to everyone else. It's able to overflow. All right, I think that's enough water metaphors and overflowing and so on. Hopefully you understand where I'm trying to say with like, you know, let's let's give permission for us to find what lights us up again, have fun, enjoy life and so on and lead by example because we want our children to feel that way. We don't want them to think when you get older, it's all about bills and it's all about um, work and so on like if we can demonstrate what type of adulthood we want for our children then not only do we get to enjoy it ourselves but we're also going to be inspiring our children to um, strive for that as well so this is the part where I really want to introduce the swing challenge that I have on my Instagram so um, you will notice up the top with the stories that are up there all the time is that I am putting it out to the community that every time that you are at a playground, you jump on a swing and you either take yourself a video or you take yourself a photo somehow of you on a swing to bring back that joy and that fun, right? Because before me, I used to love going on swings as kids. And then for some reason, as I grew up into being an adult, obviously I didn't go to playgrounds as often. So I never got to go on swings until I had Ava and then all of a sudden we were going to playgrounds all the time and so I am always onto the swing so it's almost like my beautiful children have to race me to the swing because I'm they know I'm going to get on there right but let's look at the magic that happens in that like that joy and that laughter and that excitement they're going to every time they sing a see a swing they're going to be running for it they're going to be happy and so on and then I hope there's that little part of them or that memory that they will have when they're older of like, oh, I remember when mum used to do that and I guarantee as long as I can physically, I'm going to be running and going to a swing. So it's going to be over to you for this challenge as well. I would love for you to join where you do take the photo or the video of you on the swing and you share it, post it on your story so then I can add it to the community stories and we can get a whole um, selection of photos and videos of all us beautiful mums and busy women having fun and enjoying life and leading by example, inspiring our children while we're doing it, right? So please, 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 if you find yourself that you're going to be on a swing, take yourself a um, photo or a video and then share it with the community, all right? Looking forward to seeing them all. And if you are listening to this podcast and it's like a long time since I've recorded it, so perhaps you've gone back and you're listening to all my um, previous episodes and you've come up to this one, I am hoping that this challenge continues on and that our community just always keeps putting swing um, photos and videos up because I want that to be sort of like our constant reminder that we can have fun too and that we are in charge and in control of creating the life that we want to live. So please, please, please jump on board and share with the community. So I think I am actually on that point going to go and take the kids to the playground for a swing now. Remember you are worth your own time and you are worth giving yourself permission to look after yourself. And it's so super important that you do that. Make it enjoyable, make it fun. And just remember that when you are able to give to yourself the best possible quality, you're able to give others the best version of yourself as well. So 
Until the next episode, I am Jessica Turlick and you have been listening to the Mums Who Want More podcast. Sing you in the community, hopefully swinging. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Mums Who Want More podcast. If you like this episode, please share it with a friend. You never know how much you can help others by showing them what you are listening to. If you are loving my short, sharp and to the point episodes, I would love for you to leave me a five-star review. As you know, all additional information is in the show notes. And if you are not part of the community yet, come join us. If you are part of the community, I'll see you in there. Bye for now.